with Kim Gravel. Hey, everybody. Kim Gravel here with LOL with Kim Gravel. I'm so thrilled to be. Thank you just right off the bat for listening. And if you would tell somebody about LOL with Kim Gravel, because we're going to di- we're going to start digging a little deeper into some of what makes living out loud so important and so um, fulfilling in some of these episodes. So tell a friend, share it, um, rate and review us, please. We'd love to hear you. But I just thank you for listening today because I have something, um, Zach, I want to talk about. We're going to start something new here at LOL with Kim Gravel. We're going to do a segment called Collecting Confidence. For those of you who don't know, I'm in the throes of completing my book, entitled Collecting Confidence um, as of right now. I want to break down some of those segments, some of those chapters in um, why I wanted to write this and why I think collecting confidence is such an important topic, Zach. I see this crisis of confidence in -hmm. in the world today, um, in our government, in our corporations, in even the family unit, in our churches, in our communities, people are having this crisis of confidence when it comes to trusting. And we don't you feel like we're in a in a, a moment where people are are having this crisis of confidence? Yeah, it's funny. I think I think you're totally right, Kim. It's almost like there's a dual crisis of confidence that I'm mm-hmm. seeing, which is like either people are lacking the confidence to help themselves, or people are overconfident and using that overconfidence to maybe take them in the wrong direction. Right? Ooh, nice. No, it, it is a double-edged sword there. Right. Totally true. But that overconfidence is fake. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. not real. So yes. therein and lies Colin, why you you're say right. it's it a crisis. It really shouldn't be called confidence, maybe. It should, maybe it's even something else. Yeah. It, it, we're at the point where I think we're all looking and seeking, and I love seekers, I always say this, seek and you shall find, you know, mm-hmm. uh, ask and it shall be given, knock and the door will be answered. I totally believe that because I think people who are looking for something, um, you got to be careful where you look, but you'll find it or it'll find you. And so in collecting confidence, it's this, it's this moment in time, I think, where people are wanting more, more out yeah. of their life, more out of their purpose. I want to talk about how to navigate through obstacles in your life. Okay. Because I think that's the key to success. And I tell people all the time, I talk about purpose a lot, and I talk about how the best is not behind you, it's in front of you. And we have all these feel-good messages out there, and it's absolutely truth, and positivity is amazing. But if you can't navigate obstacles, and an obstacle can be a nail in your tire, it could be a person, it could be a personality conflict with someone. It, it could be a variable plethora of things in your life that if you cannot learn how to navigate the obstacles and use them to your advantage, because I always say this, if the obstacle is not removed, then it will be used. And I've learned that because, you know, we're living in a world now where it's like everything is so heightened. Everything is fight or flight. Everything is do or die. I posted something on my social media. I said, people are not as bad as they seem and people are not as good as they pretend. <laughs> I think that's a good statement. I think that's sort of the the sign of our times. Right. I mean, people always ask me, how are you successful? How are you successful? Mostly it's, I'm just still standing. 
Right. You're, you've kept at it. I've learned how to navigate through the jungle of obstacles. If we can talk about today how you can do that and how you can, um, some of the practices I have put in place in my life to be able to manage the emotion of obstacles and the um, stress and the fear and all of that, I think people would see a really big uptick in their success in their life. I always tell people, Zach, the best is not behind you. It's in front of you. Yeah. I always say, if you're not six feet under, you're not done. And I think a lot of people listening might think, you know, it's over for them. Whatever their thing is, is over. But I'm here to tell you it's not. And I think why people have this fatigue (laughs) of pursuit of their passions and purpose is because of obstacles. Okay. What does that mean? Okay. So, I'm talking about how you see an obstacle. Okay. Honest to God, today, if it's going too well, I get worried. Ooh. Because now I look at obstacles as absolute growth. Oh. Obstacles are not to prevent you from getting to your destination. They are preparing you to get to your destination. I love that. And I'm telling you, when I shifted the way I looked at things that were happening to me, because this is the, this is the bottom line, y'all. You cannot control a lot of times what happens to you. I mean, you can't. You can put some parameters in place. You can put some boundaries up. You can make better decisions. Yes, yes, yes. And, and let me tell you something. Don't beat yourself up if you have been making bad mistakes that have caused obstacles in your life. Hear me clearly. If you have made mistakes in your life, Please, for the love of God, let it go, okay? We are human beings. Perfection is a myth. It will never, you'll never accomplish perfection. Hear me clearly, because so many people are not living in their purpose or their destiny, are not even happy in their lives because of the past mistakes they've made. Remember, your best is not behind you. It is ahead of you. And when an obstacle comes your way, embrace it. Okay. Do you know what I mean by that, Zach? I think I know what you mean. Okay, tell me what you think I mean then. I think what you're trying to say or what, what you are saying is that you always should be learning from every single mistake. Not only learning from it. I think we've okay. got that. I think we teach, okay, everything's a learning experience. <laughs> I'm talking about run towards it. Okay. Run into it. Are you talking about taking risks then? I'm talking about facing, fighting, the fear. Okay. I used to have this fear. Okay. Long story short, I was Miss Georgia. I was very young. I was 19. Mm-hmm. I yep. went to Miss America. Now, when I was 19, I was a total idiot. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying all 19-year-olds are. I think, I think we all you, look back and we think that. Kim yeah. was a total idiot. Not only was I not experienced at all, but I thought I was an expert. And I love it because today it's come around. There's so many experts out there with absolutely no experience. Yeah. So that, everybody says, well, the times have changed. Now people are experts with no experience. No, that's always been. I, I was that at 19. I thought I was an expert at, at, and had absolutely no experience. Mm-hmm. So at 19, I go to Miss America. I'm very naive. And I learned real fast that life ain't fair. Okay. Long story short, they turned my mic off. No one could hear me sing. First time in history. I was on USA Today. It was just so controversial, blah, blah, blah. Wow. 
Yeah, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And I, it was a mistake? Who knows? It was a punch in the gut to me personally mm-hmm. because I did not know how to navigate the real-life scenario, that real experience, right? So the mm-hmm. expert became a dummy real quick. So fast forward to today. So ever since that loss at Miss America, every season of my life, I lived in fear that it was going to go away. Okay? Okay. So relationships, I would be afeared. Not that they were going to leave me and I was insecure, that it was just going to go away. Something was going to happen and my mic was going to get turned off. Like the rug would get pulled out from yeah, under you. because they turned my mic off at Miss America or it, whatever happened. And that, I felt like, cost me the crown. So just paint the picture for me. Yeah. So you were, you hit the stage to perform. You're my talent, sing. yes. Yep, opera, talent. Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Uh, well, I want to take it back and say my interview was messed up. I had to start okay. my interview over again. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to set you up here with how this obstacle affected me long term. Mm-hmm. So I'd walk, I walked into my interview at Miss America. Um, something happened. I don't know. You know, you're in it. You don't know. It's a technical yep. difficulty. And you see my air quotes. I had to go back out, start my interview over. That threw me. Yeah. And then, because I knew something wasn't right. I just didn't know what it was. And then when I sang my talent, my mic went off. Coincidence yeah. or what? Who knows? Had to do that again. First time that ever happened. So, and then I didn't make top 10 at Miss America and didn't win. I was chosen to be an ambassador to, to Japan. I was good enough to do that, but not, not. So you have to think about a 19 year old mind. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, everything good that comes to me goes away. Mm-hmm. So that carried that obstacle, that thinking went in every aspect of my life. Ooh. In relationships, I thought, oh, it's going to go away. It gets too good. It's going to go away. You said that obstacle, that thinking. Are you saying the obstacle is in your head? Right. Okay. So, fast forward to Kim Queens. I entered that. I knew I wanted to be take it to a national level, this platform of empowerment for women. So, when I did Kim of Queens, and you were a part of that, Zach, mm-hmm. my fear from day one was this is going to go away. And in TV, that is, I mean, that's like the fear, right? Talk about freaking obstacles. I mean, there was that show was nothing but flipping obstacles everywhere you turned. Oh, yeah. So I had this embedded in me, ingrained in my head, that anything good that comes to me, it will go away. It's the way I was looking at, it was not only an obstacle in my mind, Zach, but even how I looked at obstacles, which are inevitably going to happen to everybody, I was fearful of all of those. How would that affect your actions? Well, you know, a lot of times I wanted to quit. Yeah. And I wouldn't. I'd either have people around me saying you can't quit, or I would even doubt myself and just think, well, I'm only regional. I'm not, I'm not big enough. I'm not good enough, whatever. So I'm just going to stay in my lane. You know, I mm-hmm. never would venture out. And I know people say, like, Kim, really? Really? It really, that, that one event that started when I was 19 years, 19 years old really affected everything until I decided that, well, you know, if it goes away, it wasn't meant to be. Something bigger and better is coming. Until I changed the way I looked at obstacles in my life. LOL. 
Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen. And they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. I love recommending ZocDoc because they have solved an actual problem we all face. I'm just, tell me, tell me if you have ever had this experience like I have. You need to find a new doctor or specialist, but you have no idea where to look. So you just start asking around, hoping that your Aunt Sally's guy is as good as she thinks. ZocDoc solves that problem, y'all. It's a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book your appointment with them online. I use it and it's so easy. All you got to do is go to ZocDoc.com Kim or download their free app and check it out for yourself. ZocDoc will show you top rated patient reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for the ones that take your insurance. And I'm telling you, we all know that is a struggle. Who takes your insurance and where's a good doctor? ZocDoc has it all there for you. They have doctors located near you and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between, you know, just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. And you can even get same day appointments. So what are you waiting for? I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Kim, ZocDoc.com slash Kim. And take all the hassle of finding good doctors who take your insurance in a flash. Kim Grubel. People write books about success. People write how to be successful. People write different list of things you need to do to be successful. And all that is great. But if you cannot figure out the heartbeat, the DNA, the, the reason why successful people are successful, I'm going to tell you, if I had to drill it down to a handful of two or three things, facing obstacles and embracing obstacles is one of the big ones. There will always be a Goliath to your David. But what you got in your slingshot, babe? Right. You can't look at it like there's no way. You can't look at an obstacle as an ending point. I'm telling you, it's the beginning. It is there to propel you. It will even provide for you if you allow it. 
So can you give us an example of an obstacle that you found like with Bell by Kim Gravel? Absolutely. So when we when we first started Bell by Kim Gravel, I wrote in my journal in 2006 that I wanted to be on QVC. And for those of you who don't know QVC, QVC is a retail giant like none other. It's 30 years old, oh, probably 35 years old now. It's ahead of its time. It was television sales. It was the internet. It was social media before all that existed. It was a way to get direct to the customer, direct to our girl, and um, show her neat. And, and it's evolved, okay? It's not gadgets anymore. It's fashion. It's everything. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's over an eighty billion dollar a year business. I mean, it's huge. It's massive. It's worldwide. Everybody I know, every celebrity calls me, going, "Girl, I want to get on QVC." Everybody wants to be on QVC. I mean, I know it has a stigma, but the stigma is wrong. It's very empowering and amazing. So, in two thousand six, I said, "I'm going to. I want. That's what I want to do. I want to have a line on QVC, and I want to speak directly to my girl because I love empowering women." Yeah. And that was in two thousand six. So, fast forward five years ago. When we were pitching this line to QVC. So 2006, all the way five years ago, would have been what, 2016? Yeah. So 10 years later. 10 years later. After you said you wanted to do that, or you started out on the path to potentially doing that. Correct. 10 years. 10 years. I just want to point to that because (laughs) I think people get caught up with. Yes. Oh, Kim's on QVC. She's, she's done TV. She's famous. She's this, she's that, but you're a real person and it took. 10 years. Yeah. It took 10 years for me even to mature enough to get there. Right. I mean, you know, but that's a whole nother podcast too when you talk about manifestation. But anyway, so 10 years happened and I'm sitting in QVC pitching my beauty line and apparel line to Mm -hmm. the higher ups. Okay. So yada, yada, yada. Long story short, they loved it. They took it. Both beauty and apparel. Amazing. Right. All the hard work, the preparation. The obstacles to get there paid off. Two months later, I'm slapped with a lawsuit, a frivolous lawsuit that took me to my knees. Now, keep in mind, I didn't have any money. I mean, Travis and I worked real jobs. I mean, I had had Kim of Queens, but I still was training in pageants and working and, you know, doing all that. We were in the building mode and I was slapped with this lawsuit. It was frivolous. It was nothing. But as you know, when you, when you are faced with that kind of obstacle, you have to fight it regardless. And he wanted my name. He wanted the name Bell by Kim Gravel. He was saying I could, and, and we were getting ready to go on and launch three months later. He was saying that name was his. But he wanted it to be. He wanted all my intellectual property. So, and you didn't know him at all? No. It's horrible. Wow. This was horrible. This was, talk about an obstacle. I had to countersuit. It was just a big nightmare. Everything I had worked for was being challenged. You want to talk about an obstacle? It not only was an obstacle, it was a brick wall on fire. <laughs> and I remember falling to my knees in my limit. I get emotional talking about it because I can remember because Travis was there. And I just said, I said, I can't, I can't fight anymore. I can't fight in, anymore. And I remember Travis saying to me, he goes, yeah, it's, it's not about fighting. He said, this is refining you. He said, if this, he said, if QVC was not going to be such a massive juggernaut for women and for your purpose, it would be easy. Right. The obstacle, if not removed, will be used. 
And that flipped a switch on me. And I realized, oh my gosh, all the fear of it's going away, it's being taken away, all of that left me. And I leaned into that. And I seriously thank God every day that I was sued. Really? Because all of that, I have learned contract negotiations. I have learned how to face bullies head on. Right. I have learned that I'm stronger than the bully. I have learned how to be in boardrooms with people smarter, more degrees, more money, more influence, and I know how to stand my ground and earn respect. That's huge. Well, that's confidence. That's that confidence. is confidence. And that's that hence the thing we're collecting confidence. That's how you collect it is through these obstacles. Without that moment, without you on your knees right. at a moment of weakness, you don't get to have the moments of Oh, strength. baby, but in your weakness and in your vulnerability, that is your strength. So if you're sitting at home and your husband's left you for somebody else, that ain't an obstacle, babe. This is propelling you. It's preparing you for what's coming. It's going to be a bigger, better relationship of what you know now what not to do. Mm. Knowing what not to do is more important than knowing what to do. Right. <laughs> because there is no formula to success. There is no one, two, three, four, do this. But there are ways to navigate the pitfalls of life. I promise you the pitfalls are a blessing if you look at it that way, if you change the way you look at obstacles. And so you won the lawsuit, right? Yeah, we kicked butt in tech names. I told him too. I told him to his face. And he didn't listen. I said, don't, you shouldn't do this. It's going to cost you a lot of money. I said it, not an attorney. I said it. Right. So, so now no one can say nothing to me. No, you can't mm -hmm. come at me and threaten me and me give up. I'm not afraid of anything going away anymore. If it goes away, that means there's something bigger and better waiting on the other side. Even if it's a mistake I've made, Zach, I want everybody to listen. I'm not playing the victim here. I'm telling you, there's been mistakes that I have made personally in my life that has caused the obstacles, but even that is used. Your mistakes and your mess become your message. Don't, don't get bogged down in perfection that you have to be perfected in your mind before you can get somewhere. Honestly, I know we live in this bravada world where everybody mm -hmm. is so perfect in their, what they present out there is this, this image of whatever. But nine times out of 10, y'all, most people are very, very insecure, including me. So you don't have to fake it. Right. You don't have to fake that you know more than you know. You don't have to fake that you're better than you are. You don't have to fake that you have more than you have. That humility and vulnerability is confidence. Okay. The obstacles come because we cause it, we're human, or because people are, can be hateful and mean, or because just life happens. But the true strong people know that, you know, I might not be able to move this mountain right now. I might not be able to change what's happening to me right now, but I can stand and learn through it. And, and, and that's how you get to success. That's the DNA of success is valleys. There's a lot of valleys. There's more valleys than there are mountaintops, I promise you. There's things that happen every single day that try to trip you up. And if you think that's not going to happen, but what I'm saying is when those things happen, no, ooh, 
some good's getting ready to happen. See, I know that now. If it's too easy, I'm like, okay, hold up. Something's wrong. We got to, uh uh-uh. When when things are coming at me hard and the pressure's coming on and the obstacles are coming and I'm facing a lot of, you know, pushback and blowback and all that, I know, okay, something big is getting ready to be birthed. You know, when an obstacle comes to you and you have that crisis of confidence, you've got to remind yourself who you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's what I do. I would not have this business if it weren't mine to have. Yeah. And I'm naive if I think I'm not going to have to fight for it because it's massively successful. And anything great takes a lot of work, a lot of effort. And you still, and you have to work every, every day. day for it. Like, I, you know, I see how hard you work for it. But it, hard work, hard work doesn't kill people. I'm telling you, hard work, hard work is very satisfying, Zach. Accomplishment yeah. through hard work is very satisfying. What really stumps people and stops people from moving to the next level is the punches, is the obstacles, is the beatdowns. Yeah. If you don't figure out how to navigate and embrace that, you'll quit. You'll quit early. Too early. And oh, so many people, they get up and the looks like the little seed planted. And, and you, if you can see underneath and it's the green stem, it's getting ready to pop through the earth and then people quit. So it never mm-hmm. can. Okay. But the great mm-hmm. thing about purpose is it's in perpetuity. It's forever always moving. And there's seasons for purpose. So whatever season, whoever's listening, whatever season you're going through in life, if it is, if you're going through a season of obstacles and heartbreak, financial, relational, career. I have a friend who will remain nameless who is really trying to just get her business off the ground. And, you know, we talk pretty pretty often about it. And there's so many things I want to say to her that I see her going through that I can just so relate to. But the one piece of advice, she's not ready to hear it yet, but the one piece of advice I want to give her is you're working on the wrong things. Don't work on the appearance of what it looks like. Work on those little obstacles that's nipping at your heels, like a little chihuahua. That's how obstacles are. They're bite- it's little bites. Those are the hardest things to work on. Though. Oh, God. We want to ignore it. We want to ignore it. We want to just gloss over it and say, everything's great. It's going to be beautiful. We want to post on social media about it. And look, I'm not telling you to post all your business, bad business on social media. Ain't nobody want to hear that, <laughs> so don't do that. Ain't nobody want to hear your trash on social media. We don't want to hear it. So keep it positive. But I'm just saying that it's those little things that propel you in big ways. Well, it seems easy, right? It seems like Mm. it feels like you get to a certain level and then, oh, your life is so great and you get to do this and that and not worry. And, you know, I think that that's just a lie. Right. In spite of, because of. And I know it's not exciting. I know people want to hear me be like, go, go, girl, you can do it, you can do it. And I believe that. I truly believe that. But when you get to a place where you're growing and you're leveling up, the pressure is going to level up, the fear is going to level up, the insecurity is going to level up until you embrace it. Until you embrace it. Yeah. But honestly, Zach, the DNA of success is hard work for sure. And it's moving in your purpose, but it's also the daily grind of navigating obstacles in your life. And, and sometimes, like we said earlier, the obstacle can be in your own head. Yeah. Because I promise you, it ain't as bad as it seems. It just, it's just not. And, 
if I could just, my whole thing is I have really found my purpose because my purpose is not a destination. It's not a thing. It's, it's to edify and build people up. And I'm, it comes natural and it's easy, but getting to be able to do it is not easy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just doing this podcast is hard work. It is. And don't we get discouraged, Zach? It can be very discouraging. Right. And you're out there going, is anybody listening? Does anybody care? We're one of a million podcasts. Who gives a rip? You know, you start going through all this, but yeah, you matter. What you, what you, you are really important. I'm telling everybody listening. I feel like your mama or your Aunt Kim or somebody, Aunt Kiki or whatever. You are so important. You're far more important than you even know. And what you have to bring matters. Yeah. So it's worth fighting for. It's worth facing these obstacles, but lean into it. Because like I said earlier, and I'm going to say it again, obstacles will not be removed. They will be used. Obstacles are inevitable. But I look at it like, bring it on, baby. Does that mean that you don't, Get down on yourself when there's big oh, obstacles, no, no, no. You when get, there's yeah. heavy yeah. obstacles. Yes, you're going to get down, but you're strong. You're strong. And if you weren't strong, it wouldn't come to you. If it weren't going to be to your benefit to move through this, it wouldn't be here. Right. You got to look at it differently. It's all in how you look at it. Y'all, you are stronger than you know. The world is not coming to an end. It's not doom or gloom. The hope is in you. Hope is how you look at things. Hope are things that you cannot see. Faith is things that you cannot see. There are things out there you cannot see that is coming for you in your future that are amazing. Oh, 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 Kim Gravel. Zach, I swear, when a person catches on to this, and you know, a lot of times it happens later on in life through experience or what have you. Yeah. But what I'm saying is such truth. In you is success. Every ounce of who you are is phenomenal. I, 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 I wish I could just share that with everybody. I wish they could feel that. Because every ounce of who you are is unique and special and, and amazing. If we could catch that, and the earlier these kids can get it, the better off they're going to be. There's no comparison, y'all. There's no, there's no competition. It's just obstacles. And if you can learn to embrace them and move through them, your strength and your confidence will be unmatched. And that's the truth. I think people can feel that. Yeah, I've lived it. I know it. Yeah, yeah. So quit trying to be an expert with no experience like I was at 19 and just go on <laughs> and get your experience, babe. Just go on and get it because that no one can take from you. So that's my collecting confidence show for today. If you're listening to this and this message is resonating with you, let us know. Go to our website, yes. go to lolkim.com, leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you're feeling, what you're going through. It, it, it is my purpose to edify and build people up. I get a high off of that. So any questions that you have or any comments or any feelings that you have about yourself, just email it. Hit me up on social media, say it where, direct message me, whatever. Let us talk to you during this segment of Collecting Confidence. I love it. <laughs> Zach, you're turning into your, and we'll be right back. You're turning into your PBS voice. Do you know you have a PBS voice? <laughs> and we'll be right back. Do you know what I'm saying? You have that public. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. I'm like, I'm, because I'm, I'm like, okay, how are we going to end this? How are we going to end so this So no, you're, you're public announcer and I'm a preacher. There you go.
That's how- <laughs> there we go. Okay. You know, Here's my public announcer. Do you know the head of Lifetime, uh, Andy Network, said that? He said, he said, if you'll just turn the camera on Kim and just let her preach, just let her do it. <laughs> That's what he said. Preach, Kim. He said, I feel, <laughs> hallelujah. No, I'm, I, and I'm not trying to <laughs> preach to you. I, I'm not. I'm just trying to passionately portray how to collect your confidence. That's all. I love everybody. So if I'm too preachy, just say, hey, keep that to yourself because I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, I have an ending that for you. Ready? Let's do it. If you love the show, make sure to follow LOL with Kim Gravel in your favorite podcast app. New episodes come out every Thursday. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Mixing and mastering by Zach T. Fell of ZTF Studio. Head to lolkim.com for more information and to join our mailing list. Thanks for listening.